Hello, and welcome to the Daily Catholic Catechism Podcast. My name is Dan, and it's a pleasure to have you here. It is April 2nd, and we will be reading paragraphs 714 through 721. It is also Easter Tuesday, and uh, we will continue reading with reading about uh, the, the Holy Spirit in uh, the Old Testament, and then go into the Holy Spirit in the New Testament. We begin in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. This is why Christ inaugurates the proclamation of the good news by making his own the following passage from Isaiah. The Spirit of the Lord God is upon me, because the Lord has anointed me to bring good tidings to the afflicted. He has sent me to bind up the brokenhearted, to proclaim liberty to the captives, and the opening of the prison to those who are bound, to procure to proclaim the year of the Lord's favor. The prophetic texts that directly concern the sending of the Holy Spirit are oracles by which God speaks to the heart of his people in the language of the promise, with the accents of love and fidelity. St. Peter will proclaim their fulfillment on the morning of Pentecost. According to these promises, at the end time, the Lord's Spirit will renew the hearts of men, engraving a new law in them. He will gather and reconcile the scattered and divided peoples. He will transform the first creation, and God will dwell there with men in peace. The people of the poor, those who, humble and meek, rely solely on their God's mysterious plans, who await the justice, not of men, but of the Messiah are in the end the great achievement of the Holy Spirit's hidden mission during the time of the promises that prepare for Christ's coming. It is this quality of heart, purified and enlightened by the Spirit, which is expressed in the Psalms. In these poor, the Spirit is making ready a people prepared for the Lord. Roman numeral 4, The Spirit of Christ and the Fullness of Time John, Precursor, Prophet, and Baptist. There was a man sent from God, whose name was John. John was filled with the Holy Spirit, even from his mother's womb, by Christ himself, whom the Virgin Mary had just conceived by the Holy Spirit. Mary's visitation to Elizabeth thus became a visit from God to his people. John is Elijah, who must come. The fire of the Spirit dwells in him and makes him the forerunner of the coming Lord. In John, the precursor, the Holy Spirit completes the work of making ready a people prepared for the Lord. John the Baptist is more than a prophet. In him, the Holy Spirit concludes his speaking through the prophets. John completes the cycle of prophets begun by Elijah. He proclaims the imminence of the consolation of Israel. He is the voice of the consoler who is coming. As the Spirit of Truth will also do, John came to bear witness to the light. In John's sight, the Spirit thus brings to completion the careful search of the prophets and fulfills the longing of the angels. He on whom you see the Spirit descend and remain, this is he who baptizes with the Holy Spirit and I have seen and I have borne witness that this is the Son of God. Behold, 
the Lamb of God. Finally, with John the Baptist, the Holy Spirit begins the restoration to man of the divine likeness, prefiguring what he would achieve with and in Christ. John's baptism was for repentance. Baptism in water and the Spirit will be a new birth. Rejoice, you who are full of grace. Mary, the all-holy, ever-virgin Mother of God, is the masterwork of the mission of the Son and the Spirit in the fullness of time. For the first time in the plan of salvation, and because His Spirit had prepared her, the Father found the dwelling place where His Son and His Spirit could dwell among men. <clears throat> in this sense, the Church's tradition has often read the most beautiful texts on wisdom in relation to Mary. Mary is acclaimed and represented in the liturgy as the seat of wisdom. In her, the wonders of God that the Spirit was to fulfill in Christ and the Church began to be manifested. Thus ends our reading today from the Catechism of the Catholic Church. The website is dailycatholiccatechism.com and you can email me at dailycatholiccatechism at gmail.com. God bless you all and may these teachings handed down by the Apostles of Christ strengthen your faith and lead you to everlasting life. Amen.